Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick run through some of the best new albums out on June 15th, starting with Christina Aguilera and her record, Liberation. Little girls, listen closely, cause no one told me, but you deserve to know that in this world, you are not beholden, you do not owe them, your body and your soul. All the youth in the world will not save you from growing older, all the truth in the world is too precious to be stolen from her. It's just the way it is, and maybe it's never gonna The singer is Christina Aguilera. Her new album is Liberation. This song is uh, incredible. It's called Fallen Line. And here for this week's New Music Friday is NPR Music's Ann Powers in Nashville. Hey, Ann. Hey, you. And uh, Stephen Thompson. I'm here, too. Christina Aguilera, this is a pretty incredible record, Liberation. She's obviously a veteran pop icon who's been putting out music for 20 years. This is her eighth full length. And Stephen, I was so surprised by how relatively... I don't know, downcast this record is almost. Well, yeah, I mean, you can take that title, Liberation, in a number of different directions, right? I mean, when I saw the title, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a bunch of Kelly Clarksonian stormy anthems about self-actualization. And But yeah, I mean, you heard like the opening lines of, of Fall in Line. I mean, she is explicitly speaking to young women about her experiences as a pop artist who has been commodified and kind of come out of it now looking back with the power that she has accumulated and looking back on a lot of the bad advice and demands on her in her career. Let me play a cut real quickly that comes just before the song Fall in Line on the album. This is a a little audio vignette called Dreamers. When I grow up, I want to be a screenwriter. I want to be a journalist. I want to be a lion. I want to be a lion. I am a lioness. I want to be a superhero. I am a superhero. I want to be a singer. I want to be a singer. I want to be a boss. I want to be a doctor. I want to be the boss. I am strong. I am invincible. I'm a leader. I'm the boss of my own world. I want to be heard. I want to be heard. I will. You know, one thing I love about her is she does take chances. Sometimes those chances have been greeted with certain kind of scorn, like in her dirty period when Mm -hmm. she was really exploring sexuality in a way that made some people uncomfortable. But I'm not surprised about the substance and seriousness of this album at all. I feel like it's who she has been, maybe not audibly to everyone, but I'm really glad that she's putting this side of herself forward. And I think, you know, she's talking a lot about being a mom and how that's influenced the depth of this record as well. And also 
also listening to Nirvana and Slayer as well as hip hop. So <laughs> I don't know. You go, girl. And that record is called Liberation from Christina Aguilera. Let's go to the new self-titled debut from a duo known as Arthur Buck. Arthur Buck is the band, and the record's Arthur Buck. The song's called The Wonder. This is a collaboration between the singer Joseph Arthur and Peter Buck, the former guitarist for R.E.M. And Anne, I was thinking as I was listening to this one that there have been so many later career collaborations with artists over the years. Like, I, you, you could go all the way back to, like, Coverdale and Page. Or, uh, <laughs> Coverdale. or, or more recently, you know, like That's the thing true. that uh, McCartney did with Kanye. And some of these collaborations have worked better than others. I'm wondering, how does this one work? Well, I think it works great. But then I'm a huge Joseph Arthur fan. But I think the thing about Peter Buck is that he brings so much knowledge in his fingers, you know, so much knowledge of American rock and roll history. And, you know, he's, he's just was always, even in REM, it was all about Michael Stipe's voice and vision, but also Peter Buck's almost, you know, like record collector nerd library and his body and head that came out through the music. And that's what happens with this record. Um, Joseph Arthur's incredibly prolific, but working with Peter, it changes the sound just enough and challenges both players to try things that are slightly different. And they also sound like they're really having a lot of fun. This record has a lot of blood and energy on it. Yeah, I love hearing these just these like rock and roll veterans who've just made record after record after record, but they're still just these geysers of ideas. It's a, it's a cool record. And uh, that record is Arthur Buck from Arthur Buck. Be cool to see if uh, this is a one-off or if they've, if they've got more down the road. Okay, Anne and Stephen, you'll be back in the second half of the show to talk about a few more albums. But first, let's go to the rapper J-Rock and his new release called Redemption. Can I be specific? 
Can I chase this grip without looking too big for my bridges? Am I too prolific? Division my pugilistic moves, insisted food come from them tools, he so tools to use. Now Harriet Tubman say she freed a thousand slaves, could have freed a thousand more. If they was aware of the chains, what's under the rugs remaining unexplained. Truth is mostly taboo, even when it's staring back at you like an enemy tattoo. Refusing to play the statue, I take action without quitting until I reach my point of satisfaction. Not giving a crap what happens. I'm just part of a winning family, call me Marlon Jackson, as I'm working hard to get my spin right. Morphine and Novocaine and all the pain, still don't change the diagnose. Pessimistic thoughts, carrying the bricks, we trying to find some hope. Most of my counterparts be feeling the same, give me a light, let's smoke. You either chasing this dirty money or living righteous, bro. B is for the blood, R is for the ropes, O is for oppression, K is for the cush, need it just to cope, E is for the evolution. It's for this resolution. Now have you ever been broke, sick of forever losing? The artist is J-Rock. The record is called Redemption. The song we're hearing is called Broke. And NPR Music's Rodney Carmichael is here to talk about this one. Hey, Rodney. Hey, what's going on, Robin? What a great listen. This And this song is really powerful um, yeah. from, from J-Rock. Tell us a little bit about this one. First, I feel like I have to kind of introduce people to J-Rock who might not know. I mean, it's... This is Top Dog Entertainment, the label, and it's best known as the home of Kendrick Lamar right. and SZA. Yeah. But but J-Rock is really kind of the bedrock artist of the label. He's the first one who signed to the label, and he's part of the extended Black Hippie crew, which includes Kendrick and Schoolboy Q and Absol. But the label's current success really came at the expense of J-Rock in a lot of ways. How so? Well, he's the first artist who the label really got to learn the business with. He got in a major label deal really early through TDE that kind of, you know, it was it was kind of one of those early deals before an artist gets to build the kind of leverage that they can utilize to the best of their abilities, um, the kind of leverage that Kendrick has right. that has enabled him to make really smart moves um, industry-wise. And so... Kendrick's success is really indebted, I think, to J-Rock's sacrifice early on. Well, it's all interesting because when I saw that he was on Top Dog, I thought he was following on the coattails of Kendrick and SZA and Schoolboy Q and all these other monstrously big names on on this label, but it really paved the way for them. Yeah, definitely. And you hear Kendrick especially pay homage to him in that way in a lot of interviews and he was the only TDE artist that Kendrick included on his major label debut Good Kid Mad City so there's always this sense of payback that you get the artists uh, you know trying to give J-Rock and it it feels like they're really setting him up for this album to be his time finally you know and and what do you think of it is it is this one going to be the one that finally breaks him I hope so I mean that's such a hard impossible thing to determine right I mean it got a really great rollout i think um you know his song king's dead which features kendrick and the rapper future it was really one of the best singles off of the black panther soundtrack that got released earlier this year and you know they rolled out a mini documentary called road to redemption which is coming out episodically as as the as the album is coming out and it, it, it really tells his story well i mean this is a guy who who grew up in you know the most notorious housing project in l.a Nickerson Gardens and Watts and he's really something of an OG now not just in his real life but on the label and in music and you kind of get the sense listening to this album that it's been a hard fought battle for him and he's still looking for that big win 
And, you know, hopefully this this is the one. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how it'll be received by the public. And the record, again, is Redemption from J-Rock, the artist J-Rock. Thanks, Rodney. Thank you, Robin. Thanks for having me. We still have a few more albums to get through for this week's New Music Friday, but first let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor Indeed. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need help getting to your short list of qualified candidates fast. With Indeed, post a job in minutes, set up your screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates. And when you need to hire fast, accelerate your results with sponsored jobs. New users can try for free when you sign up at Indeed.com slash NPR podcast. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm back with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson. We're doing a quick run through some of the best new albums out on June 15th. And we start the second half of the show off with Sophie and her album, Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. Sophie is the singer. The songs uh, Is It Cold in the Water from the album Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. Uh, wow. I mean, this <laughs> this record is just off the charts. Uh, this is Sophie Zion. She's a singer and DJ originally from Scotland, now based in Los Angeles. And this record is just bonkers. <laughs> That's exactly you know, the word I was going to use. Yesterday, I was, I was in the car with my 14-year-old daughter, and I was playing this record, and she said, Mom, this record is rearranging my mind. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Well, uh, just, I guess, to, ex- to explain it a little further, I mean, there are times where this sounds like, you know, a very straight-up standard pop album, but then, she, for the most part, she really warps and twists everything beyond recognition. And the thing that I kept thinking of while listening to it is, like, this sounds like the future. And just to give you an idea how crazy this record sounds sometimes, listen to a little bit of this song called Face Shopping. My face is the front of shop. My face is the real shop front. My shop is the face I front. I'm real. 
when I shot my face. But, you know, this also sounds like the present because um, what Sophie is doing is in relationship to artists that we love, like Fever Ray or Jenny Haval or Anony. Sophie is part of a community of electronic musicians who, through their projects, they're really challenging our ideas of, of what it means to have a fixed identity or maybe the idea, even the, the assumption that there could be a fixed identity, whether that identity be, be gender-defined or be human versus cyborg or <laughs> based on national borders. I mean, Sophie's also an international artist who's worked with Japanese pop musicians. You know, it's part of this, this worldwide network of uh, people making music that sounds like the instability of our moment and the possibility of that instability as well as I think sometimes the anxiety. It's a very beautiful record but it, it is a challenging record as well. The artist again is Sophie, the record Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides, and if she is the future, then we're going to take a moment to look to uh, the past, but a past that is still very much alive, and that uh, is in the music of the artist Buddy Guy and his new record, The Blues is Alive and Well. I travel everywhere Made a ton of money Spend it like I don't care A few good years Is all I need right now I think that's something everyone can get behind. <laughs> Send me a few more good years. Buddy Guy, the blues is uh, alive and well in the song A Few Good Years. And he's someone who doesn't really require much of an introduction. He's such a, a towering figure in the, in the history of blues and widely considered one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Uh, but yes. Anne, this is, this is one I know you wanted to bring to the table for a June 15th standout. We were just laughing about, you know, how can we possibly connect the future sounds of Sophie to the <laughs> traditional blues of Buddy Guy? But in fact, as I think those first few notes of his guitar playing reveal, Buddy Guy is a huge innovator. He is a guitarist who, one of the main proponents of feedback early on, distortion, someone who inspired Jimi Hendrix, Jeff Beck, um, Eric Clapton, and at 81, one of our living legends of blues music. And I just want to take a second and say, I fear that people under the age of 
40, possibly under the age of, of uh, ability to be a member of AARP, are not paying attention to the blues anymore. And to me, that's a tragedy because, yes, it's the root of so much American music, etc. But it also is incredibly exciting, sonically innovative, fun music. And one thing I think this record gets across is the fun of playing the blues, the, the, just sinking into that guitar sound that Buddy Guy has and that voice. And, and I really hope that people go see him live and just sink into this wonderful, wonderful music. Buddy Guy is the artist, and maybe the name of his new album says all you need to know. It's called The Blues Is Alive and Well. We've got one more album to talk about before we go, but let's do a quick lightning round of some of the other notable releases for June 15th. The culture abuse record that I just featured on All Songs Considered earlier in the week, Baydream, is out now on June 15th, as is the Wells record, Red Trees and White Trashes. Man, what an incredible listen that is. And also the You Know record, You Know, You Know. The debut record from You Know is out now called Moody. Uh, yeah, wonderful guitarist Marissa Anderson. She's got a record out called Cloud Corner. One of NPR Music's uh, slingshot artists, a singer-songwriter named Brent Coles, uh, has an album out called How to Be Okay Alone. Johnny Marr from The Smiths. Uh, yeah. he, he's got a new record called Call the Comet. Then there's a new Chromeo record uh, called Head Over Heels. If you want something beautiful, may I suggest the new Olivia Cheney record. It's called Shelter. And Five Seconds of Summer, one of my favorite boy bands, all grown up with their new record, Young Blood. That's out too. All those records out on June 15th. And we do have one final album for this week's New Music Friday. And it comes from Mike Shinoda. It's his new solo record called Post Traumatic. What's the difference between a man and a monster? Is it somewhere between I can and I want to? Is it somewhere between the promises I made and the fact I couldn't see something getting in the way? I used to think that I know what I want, never saw it coming unglued. I used to think that I know what I want, now it's time to see if it's true. I had so much certainty till that moment I Mike Shinoda is the artist the song Promises I Can't Keep from his record Post Traumatic. Mike is the co-founder and guitarist for Linkin Park. And Stephen, this is uh, another album title that sort of says it all, Post Traumatic. Yeah, Mike Shinoda, like you said, was in Linkin Park with uh, Chester Bennington, the singer who died in the summer of 2017. And as the title of the record indicates, uh, he is still dealing with the grief and just sort of processing that goes on around the, the death of a loved one. And he faces that tragedy very directly, very forthrightly. And uh, that title, like, like you said, post-traumatic, really says it all. I think it's really important right now. We have been facing 
the reality of death by suicide in recent weeks, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain. And what makes this record so important is that Mike Shinoda is talking about how you survive as a survivor, how you turn to your community, how you face the fact maybe you're not processing grief, how you feel bewildered, you don't know how to respond, and he made music out of that experience. And I think this um, album is going to be a bomb not only for Linkin Park fans, but hopefully for others who can turn to it. I really think he did not only what he needed to do, but what we need to hear right now. And that record is post-traumatic from Mike Shinoda. Thanks, Anne. Thank you so much. And thank you, Stephen, as always, for joining us. Always a pleasure. A reminder to tell your friends about the program and follow me on Twitter at N-P-R-O-B-I-N, at N-P-R-O-B-I-N. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the tracks we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the New Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music. I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.